When the circus is in town, it's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze squad elephant, see? Now come on the train with the circus promise. It's intense. When you hear the trippy music. When you hear the spacey, trippy music. And it's two o'clock on a Wednesday. You know that it's time on Mutiny Radio. It's time to talk about God. And not God and other things and cats and whatever. On Some Call Me Tim. (gasps) Today's special, special guest, Journey Roberts. Hi. Hi. About to go on a big journey, I heard, huh? Out of town, gone. Out of town, gone. Forever? Well, I don't know, for for a minute. To do, go do comedy all over the world? Oh, uh, I have to go register my bus somewhere else. Oh, what happened? Do you want to talk, you don't want to talk about it? You don't want to talk about it? You I have, to? it's just a all insurance nightmare, school bus nightmare. So. so San Francisco is an insurance school bus nightmare. California is. California is. If you don't own a car, I'm going to go give my bus to my father, who's going to. Oh. It's all a thing. So you can give it to him up there, but then you can drive it back down here and drive So around. insurance companies, if you are in a school bus and don't also have a car to insure with them, are pretty pretty sure you're homeless. Oh. And want nothing to do with you. But, but if you own a car it's and It's a you home have on like, wheels. You can register in here. Really? No. Every time you move a vehicle to a new state, as far as I know, they have to do a VIN inspection. Oh. Uh, like... Well, if you move a car in from out of state. My buddy bought a motorcycle, registered it in Vermont. And, and he doesn't had, live there? No, and they just had to mail everything. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't have an address there? I might have the state wrong, but I could figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, it's a nightmare. And it's and you have to... So you, how long are you going to be gone for? And are you going to do tons of comedy up there? Are you going to Oregon? Is that where you're going? Yeah, I have to. I have to go see where I can and make money and oh make money all of the things so I mean you, but what your way of life like with the task gravity stuff that exists up there right oh yeah it exists all over I just have to go get it registered and figure out what I'm doing but once right. it's registered I can go I'll probably be back down here and make some money and whatever but and 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 you have do you have dreams what are your dreams? Tell us your dreams, Muni Robert. Muni uh, Journey Roberts. My dream right now is just to have a functioning school bus. So. Oh wow! Keeping it simple. Ethan is throwing a transmission in it at the end of the month. Oh. And then I'll be on the road. My, that's all I want is to be on the road. Right. Yeah, on the road again, all yep. over the place. Yep. So you want that that diesel engine and to just travel about? Yeah, and then it needs and a bunch of work. Suck and it, it needs suckers. Veg oil, so I can be free, be for free, right. and not pay for diesel. And, and so you believe, I mean, do, you, do these, does this lifestyle and this living, does it come from like this, like internal communism that you feel, or is this just, this is a way of living that makes sense to you and has nothing to do with, what I'm asking, is there an, is there an ideology behind your, the way you're living your life? I guess so, but it's so, um, antisocial. It's like saying you're a member of the anarchist party. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Like that's not a thing. So you work twice as hard so you don't have to work and deal with shit? I work hardly at all, so I don't have to work and deal with shit. I mean, I work maybe three, four hours a day. Yeah, but do you work at doing stuff to, like... I mean, you work at doing stuff to, like, you know, stand up bus and yeah. build stuff and do things. Yeah. Like, that's what I meant. Like, yeah. Not just work, but, like... Yeah. You work hard so you won't have to work. 
Well, it's not so much the work because it's not nearly as much work as like holding down a 40-hour job. Yeah. Right. But it is just uh, like you have to separate out and not give a shit about people and their stupid faces. Oh, yeah. That's kind of... Yeah, that's really the... That people and their stupid faces. Yeah, because not everyone's excited. Or or they're, they're like that fake excited when you tell them you live in a bus. They're like, oh, I think that's neat. Or yeah. whatever oh. bullshit. Like, you have to not give fucks about people, which I have down. Like, that's really the right. leap. And also being able to literally deal with your own shit. Like, literally. Yeah. Literally yeah. deal with your own shit. Yeah. Because yeah, you have to dump it somewhere. Yes. Right. So there's some creature comforts. I was thinking about this last week. Like I, I got rid of every every single creature comfort and have added them in one at a time. Oh <laughs> over wow! The past two years. So it's monkish. So you have to be just antisocial and a fucking weirdo with a lot of fuck you in you. Are you ever afraid when you're sleeping on your bus alone? Do you feel like that that someone could? There was some creepiness uh, a right. couple months ago. There's a lot of creepiness around. Yeah. Um, I went and bought. Um, uh, like you know, pepper spray and like wow. uh, one of those RoboCop uh, alarms. Wow! Oh, cool. Grenade alarms. But then I just got a giant, big ass dog on there, so now I'm sure. good. Sure, you're fine. Yeah, yeah I'm good. It, it, and you'd say attack. No, I mean no. he's six months old and oh, he just so, wants yeah. to lick everybody. But right, but it would be enough to scare away. He's a- got a big bork. So bork. Yeah. Is that a doggy dick? What's a bork? Yeah, his bark. Oh, bark. I thought you said bork. I'm it's, like, a, it's a dog spotting. I thought that... It's for all the dog spotting nerds. The dog does a bjork impression. I thought that bork, bork was... Borkers are, are uh, dogs with big big barks, big borks. Oh, okay. I thought it was a, a bork was a new name for a dog penis. It's no. It's a bork. Wow. You, you like dogs better than cats. Why not a cat? Uh, why not cats? I mean, I don't mind cats. I think cats are okay, but... Um, oh, I'm just a dog person. Uh, do you believe in God? Uh, no. No. Did you ever believe in God? Uh, I mean, I, no. Not, Even not as seriously. a child, a five-year-old. No, sure. I, I mean, you have little... conversations when you're 10 and people tell you you're going to hell and whatever. And you go, oh, that sounds bad. And you, you kind of think about it for a minute. But I was raised nothing. Oh. Did you feel like you missed out because you were raised nothing? Or do you feel like it's been more enriching? Um, I stare at people who are Catholic and have done big things. And I feel like I missed out on some kind of structure. What like nuns? Like you wanted no, to be no, a no, nun no. and live like in a cloister? If you cloistered... look at the list of all the people I admire, they're all okay. So like uh, Joseph Campbell, Stephen Colbert, Jack White, Conan O'Brien, all Catholic boys. Like really? all, yeah. Sense of discipline, guilt. I think it's the guilt, guilt of the I'm not enough. I'd better I'm not do good something. Enough. I'm not yeah, good enough. Yeah. So some of that, and and just some like some structure, something where you can go stick your brain, so you're not sitting around just going like, what are we? Right. Right. Because if you can waste your entire life doing that. Going, what are Man, yeah. what if your blue's not my green? That kind of fucking... Sure. So you just have someone say, no, it's this way. Just go fucking work at something. Right. It's uh, Yeah, the absolutism of it. Uh, but it's funny because... Just so you can ignore it. But it's it's absolute, but then also it doesn't exist. You're, you're basically... Uh, it's Oh, no, it's 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 Bacchanonist. Like, it's totally just whatever fucking works for you. Right. But my th- my problem with religion as a whole is that... It's all based on the crux of faith, where you're just supposed to believe. Right. Like when it basically comes down to it, you're like, so there is a God. And they're like, yep, you have faith, right? Right. So Jesus really was the Son of God. Yep, got faith in that, right? right? It's like having faith in the story. Well, man, I like to have faith in stories I've made up. You know about, I don't know what. I'm working right now with an 11 year old. She wants to make her own religion about cats. Okay. She said she's a messenger from the cat gods okay and uh she wants to call her i said we should call you your high catness and mm-hmm. she's like yeah 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 but she's like but i'm not a prophet i'm a messenger I'm like great let's write this stuff what is down. the distinction 
uh, between a prophet and a messenger. A, a messenger. Well, I guess that's a prophet would be delivering the message, and a messenger would be delivering the message. But for some reason, a pro. I think maybe a prophet's already after you recognize them, then they're you're, they're dead already. Like, I think prophet is somehow elevated to another standard. Like, it's like sainthood. Sure. Right. Like. Yeah, that's what I would think of. But we're making this religion up together, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, okay. well, it does matter. Anybody could believe it. I mean, and we talked about. I said Dianetics was a book that L. Ron Hubbard wrote um, about Diane, uh, about Diane, about uh, the Thetans and all that stuff. And it became a religion, and he just made it up. Right. So why not have a cat religion? Right. If you were to start a religion, what would be the precepts, the tenets of your journey? Oh, I think they religion? they covered that in the life of Brian. Like it's him standing around going, uh, you are an autonomous person. And they were all going, we're autonomous people. <laughs> that's very <laughs> funny. Total, yeah. Don't fucking, yeah, don't listen to me. So that's the the number one precept is. No, just all that. I mean, person. like you can pull together. I just, uh, Hound Tall just did a thing on atheism, Christian atheism, which was quite wild. Huh. But it was, it's very Buddhist of the just look in at yourself and examine your own shit. And yeah, I like that Buddhist stuff. Yeah, but I, I've been meditating lately. It's been really bizarre. What kind of bizarre? I always fall asleep. Um, no, I'm not falling asleep. It's been, but it has been really like rejuvenating. I um, get really still and I, you know, align my spine or get comfortable, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I imagine that I am a, I am a donut. That that my body is the round part of the donut, but the center is is empty. And right. I pour as I'm pouring nothing just into the center of my donut there's other stuff that's coming out of it and then sort of recycling through so it's good. sort of like it's like the green energy pink energy exercise i don't i don't know I don't that's know something that. i think yoga people make you do where they tell oh. you to breathe out the green and in the oh, pink interesting i got this chakra i'd want to breathe in the green and out the i'll pink. send it to you oh got a what chakra toning meditation oh yo you did the dung yeah, the yeah sounds yeah. in the uh-huh did you ever do it? Uh, no, I didn't. You should do it. I should. I should uh, there's lots of things that I should do. That shit gets weird. Uh, I did make my cat food this morning, so I feel really good about myself. Whenever That's I take good. care of my cat, I feel very happy. That's good. Yeah, but the quality of his meat is not as good. The Chinese meat is not as good as the halal meat. Do you know about SF Raw Dog Place right there? No, I don't. Uh, so I feed my dog raw. Right. I, I do I do raw too. But yeah, okay. And this place down here, it's a membership, but you don't have to join. But she has, like, I bought him, um, like, dehydrated rabbit's feet. Oh, wow. And, like, yeah, green rabbit stripe. Is, rabbit's supposed to be really good for cats. Uh, well, for him, it's just, like, they need either fi- fi- uh, feathers or fur mm-hmm. as some kind of fiber to clean them out. Sure. But they have all the things. Yeah. You could go um, down and find all the weird things. I just use um butcher I, food i do chicken yeah so well i switched up um every third week i give him a uh, lamb liver yeah but today every week i make it every week sometimes i made it last thursday and i made it today so it was almost a full week but it's today was four chicken legs yeah and i cut all the meat off and now this chicken didn't smell as good as the other chicken so i poached it quickly I, so when i'm making my bones into stock because I, I used that as well. Um, I poached the chicken first, so it was still a little raw in the middle, but the outside at least I'd kill the bacteria because it smelled a little different than my yeah. halal stuff usually is. So I was a little nervous. And then I add the hot stock and then I zhum zhum it with my immersion blender and then I stir it around and put it in the fridge, make it really cold really quickly. And then and then I take the stock and I peel off all the 
all the everything off the bone. I even try to get in and get some of the marrow out if I can, and then I throw the bones away. But then I zoom zoom that up, but then I mix that with the meat that I've done. So I like fold it mm. in, so he gets all the waters and all the proteins and all the collagens and all the elastins and all the That's good. you know the stuff. And he's happier than he's ever been. And he doesn't make that weird noise anymore. He used to, when he used to eat dry food, it was this crazy sound. Did he get softer? Well, no, it was, he doesn't make the sound anymore because I read on the online that what the sound is, is when they start showing kidney issues and dehydration. That's the sound of their gums scraping against against their lip skin or whatever, like Mm. their gums. And I was like, that's what's happening? But it's because he was so dehydrated because we give our animals dehydrated food when they get right. 70% of their liquid from the food they eat. Right. So we're taking carnivores and turning them into these weird omnivore. Yeah, dogs almost stop drinking water when you switch them to raw. Yeah. I mean, they still need it, but hardly any. Hardly, yeah. And But my cat's peeing way more, and he's hardly at all drinking, drinking the water, actual yeah. water. And it's uh, so it's, weird. All those are complete, completely different dogs since I switched them to raw. Yeah. I'm so weird. We're all, we're all on the raw tea. I believe in the raw food, too. It's just because we're talking about beliefs. But it makes me crazy because we're so dumb as Americans that we're like, yeah, I'm being good for my animal. My ex-husband was a veterinarian, and I thought that science diet and IMS were the best thing ever. And it was great to have cats with hard food because you want their teeth to be healthy and all this stuff. And every single first ingredient is corn or wheat. When cats... Don't need any... Can't process, Can't actually. process. <laughs> they Can't, don't do anything with it. It's dumb. The only reason they eat grass every once in a while is to barf. Right. And it... But we're feeding them primarily corn and wheat? What the... What is wrong with... And then we wonder, like, I wonder why all the cats are dying at 13 of renal failure. Oh. Like... Are we that dumb? Yes. And we've even snowed our, our veterinarians into thinking yes. that this no, is the way No, and this to go. is what drives me crazy is when people get all shocked about things like Stockholm Syndrome. Like, we all have Stockholm Syndrome. We call it culture. Oh, That's wow. just fucking normal. Yeah. Yeah. We're all delusional bubbles. Right. Every last one of us. Sorry. Well, we're in the raw food delusion. I love it. My cat is happier than he's ever been. No, but been. that's not delusion because you look at, I mean, you've, I've been watching these arguments because I'm on a raw food thing on Facebook and you see people telling their spouses or whatever who don't believe them like, all right, look at your dog. Look at his teeth. That's a wolf. Right. He doesn't have thumbs. He can't run a fucking bread mill. Right. All right. Yeah. His stomach does all these weird things in order to, you know, they, they regurgitate food and eat it again when they first start because that's again how like wolves will eat rotten meat. They'll bury it so they can come back for it. Yeah. Your dog, your, even your little chihuahuas and poodles are fucking wolves. That's yeah. what they are. So that's, that's where you go. You get less delusional. You go, oh, this one. I can believe this one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I watched that pet fooled documentary. Sure. And, uh, I wish they would have talked more about cats, but I was right on board. And the great thing was when I ran out of when I ran out of chicken before, I was like, oh, I can just give him a raw egg. So I take the raw yeah. egg and I mix it up, and the cat eats yeah, it like too, yeah. he fucking loves it. And I'm like, well, it makes sense because it's chicken, and it's chicken before it's chicken, so it's right. still chicken. And who doesn't love eggs? Right. But a raw egg, I tried to yeah. cook it up, and it was he was like, this is stupid. What are you doing? Yeah. He's like, just give me the because cats are built to eat, you know, protein like, only. Right. To kill birds, weird little bugs on them, and yeah. survive, and and yet, I don't know. This my one of my favorite Bible verses is uh, "Look to the birds of the sky; they do not uh, reap or sow or stow away in barns, and your heavenly Father takes care of them." And then we as humans are like, all we do is reap and sow and stow away in barns. Yeah. We've got our bank accounts, we've got our four hundred one ks. I mean, I don't. We've got houses. Like people must think you're crazy because you've invested in your future as a small home owner. I think it's yeah. super great. You have a small home on wheels. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. 
Your freedom. You're the you're the real American. You're the covered wagon. You're the homesteader. You're we're <laughs> back. You're foraging out of your own volition into the unknown, and you should be able to do that. And you shouldn't have to pay taxes. And the government should give you strange land in a weird place. You should they should give you a plot in Montana as long as it doesn't belong to the Indians and <laughs> let you live. Wah wah. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, but we but the still what we say brain Stockholm syndrome is culture. So we're like, you're not good enough. You're. You have. This is the way you can be respected right. in America. Right. You need to have a Buy husband. taller shoes. Yes. You're 40 hours a week and you must do the yes. thing you hate. My ex-husband used to tell me all the time. He was like, because I used to be like, why don't I get paid any money? And he's like, because you do a job you love. He's like, go do some insurance. You'll make tons of money. P- the only people that make money are people who hate their fucking jobs. I don't even think that's true, though. Yeah. It always confused me as a kid that you pay a ditch digger way less than someone who wants to go sit at a desk and do something they're actually interested in. Ditch digger should make a fortune because no one wants to dig a ditch. Exactly. And it's excited to get up in the morning and dig ditches. And why is manual labor somehow degraded? It's less. I mean, I'm a communist in that way too, or a socialist, that work should be valued equally. And it's sad when work is actually work. Have you seen the documentary by the guy who made all the Jim Carrey movies? And I can never remember what it's called. And it's amazing. But he talks about how wealth hoarding is a psychosis. Yeah. That money actually is... People who stockpile wealth are considered mentally ill by any of the whatever you, first people's sure. DSM. <laughs> DSM seven, right? It's, well, I always harken back to, and it is a form of hoarding, but um, at the beginning, so I love hoard. I love the show hoarders. And the first season, they said there's three million Americans with this compulsive disorder called hoarding. No, oh, that's all of us. Go ahead. Well, but so they can't they but they can't live their lives because of the hoarding. Sure. It's it's a danger to themselves sure. and others and their, They're their keeping space literal is, trash. Yeah. Well, their space is uninhabitable. There was one lady who had she'd spent over a million dollars in bears. So there were bears and dolls that were three feet high in her whole house. Right. Now okay anyways so hoarding started when it first started they said there were three million. Now in its seventh or no ninth season at the beginning of hoarders it goes you know makes this music 19 million yeah so in these years we've grown from 3 to 19 million hoarders this is a disorder that Americans have because we have too much what the fuck is wrong with us that we have Lots. too much right and that becomes its own mental well, disorder and disease there's 9 people or 9 million more people are born every year right something like that like there were that that makes a lot of sense but hoarding shouldn't but the show started anyway. what yeah. ten years yeah, the ago. The show started like ten years ago, and it's already like no, the but numbers it's, a, it's clearly exponential. A, a, I, I, there's always like a counterbalance to every principle, right? And this is clearly our souls are dead and empty. Mm. Maybe because of the material goods, but they all feed each other. It's that high fidelity line of did I listen to pop music because I was miserable, or was <laughs> I miserable because I listened to pop music? Yeah, exactly. I just found out what the people who get Munchausen by proxy. Oh uh, yeah, it is fucking nasty yeah is there a lot of people with that sure well it depends if you're like how, what your relationship with your mother is like your captor your right. keeper well uh, yeah no the kid doesn't have it though she has she it. has it right yeah it's it's a mental uh it's like your uh like mom would like do things to make you sick poison uh, poison your did oatmeal. you know there's yeah. some there's some huge proportion of firefighters that are arsonists and set fire so they can put them back out again that's amazing yeah, yeah. wow yeah. to make your life have worth and value you yeah create. well now i thought about this the other day the the n-word that was spray painted on lebron's house and that was discovered first by the tmz reporter <gasps> You 
don't tell me that the TMZ reporter didn't do it. Come on. I Creating their own this. news. Yeah. TMZ goes up to LeBron's house, spray paints the N-word, and then goes, oh, look what I just found at the scene. Ha ha ha. Duh. Like, are we that stupid? Yes. We're creating our own news. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, no, that's the kind of same thing I was thinking. Is like people do that shit on like social media to themselves almost. Like they have a flip out and then they get all the attention and they do it again and do yep. it again. And like, uh, mostly with the younger kids. Okay. This is this is to totally change stream, but it has to do with younger kids. A couple weeks ago in the Portland thing with the yeah. people that yep. got with the stabby yes. stabby and yeah. the, so I think that this hero mentality is a backlash to the 9/11, right? So there's all these kids now that were born that are that are millennials that were like raised on 9/11 or whatever, and they say, "Oh, I'd take out someone with some oh a box cutter. Two guys with box cutters took down a whole plane, and they say I can be the hero. I would have taken them down. I would have sacrificed myself. And then it also combines with this whole YOLO thing of you only live once, and I'm gonna get it done. But I feel like the millennials have this sort of I can do it hero mentality that comes from I don't know did watching you, movies. But or did 9/11. you watch that? Well, that's that's not a millennial thing though. That's like from way before. I mean, that's from watching you know. Clint Eastwood or anybody, but did you watch the guy refocus attention on the girls? Refocus attention. So there were three people who held this guy back, and one of them survived, and they've right. been sending this guy money. Oh, yeah. And he went online and said, "I'm like thankful, I'm grateful, but I don't really need your help." And this happened because these two girls were attacked, and their lives are changed. He said, "I'm pretty sure their my blood is on them." And they wow. were traumatized, these teenage girls. He yeah. calls them like kids or children all what again happened? and again. Uh, this was on a Portland on a Portland mass transit, um, just outside of the city proper, kind of in the south end. Yeah. Um, a guy who was like a neo Nazi skinhead, but not a skinhead, he had long hair. He was just a bad person. The quotes he said are crazy. I'll look up the quotes well, and He wasn't a literal either. skinhead, but he was you no, know, he was, a biker he was like, guy, but like a white like supremacist biker guy. Yeah, biker guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. White supremacist, definitely. He started yelling at these two girls, one of whom I think had a hijab on, and both of right. them were of color. I don't. Uh, okay. And three, and they, he, I, I don't know if he, atta- I don't know how it became physical. He attacked them, but three guys came to their defense. Two of them, he stabbed to death. One of them got his throat slit and like just barely made it. Wow. But anyway, this guy, the one who just barely made it again, came on and refocused and said like, thank you for the attention, but uh, these girls need way more help than I do. They're not getting any of the love. You should really be refocused because this is about them and this white uh, heroism, white savior thing has got to stop. It's, uh, I want to, you call it terrorism. I call it patriotism. Uh, he, he, he's, he, he said these really crazy quotes when he was in the back of the cop car too, which was, I, I want to look for these crazy quotes. Look at, I mean, he's got the long hair and I mean, boy, oh boy. But he yelled some really he was super, super, super. But he racist. stabbed three people. But he stabbed the big three takeaway. Yeah, is wow. the big takeaway. Two of whom died. Right. But then he was happy about it. That was the whole thing. Is that the quotes after were like, "Free speech! I'll give you free speech, motherfucker!" With my knife and like shit like that. Like it's um. I want. Which I love it because someone a week later did the exact same thing, yelling about free speech, and they had to ask him to leave the train. Wow. And I think things got physical, and they don't know that they don't know the boundaries. They don't understand what speech is. Right. Well, when you start stabbing people, it's not, it's not kids. Kids listening at home. Once you start stabbing people, you're outside of the realms of free speech. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're attacking kids. People. Kids. Well, and this is so funny. Yesterday, I met Benders hanging out with all the boys, and everybody starts having knife showing contests. And I'm like, you guys all have knives. Like, 
everyone's like, oh yeah, this is my knife, this is my knife. These are all like, you know, white guys hanging out. And I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't actually want to carry a knife because I feel like it would make me feel more vulnerable, like I had to use it or like I was afraid. I've never needed a knife in the past, so why would I get one now? I feel like it would it would only make me more paranoid. I heard a guy in NPR talking about that because some kids in the neighborhood started acting gangstery, gangy, and so he bought a gun and he noticed it changed his behavior and he got rid of that gun immediately. Yeah, good. Because he noticed he didn't cross the street anymore. Right. Like, he's just looking for trouble at this point. He's trying to fuck with these kids. Right. It's the same, That's the same thing why I wouldn't have a knife. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, if I did, when I walk around the Tenderloin late at night, I might, what if I'm holding it? Why would I? It's like, all I'm going to do is get myself in trouble. Nobody's ever accosted, well, so I got mugged once, but just that once and it was like so early in the morning and it was totally my fault I mean I'm not that I'm victim shaming but it was I shouldn't as a lone girl I shouldn't have been walking around the tenderloin at 4 or three, two fifty in the morning trying to get to pizza before 3 and it was it was a mistake and the jigging and jogging through the tenderloin bad bad choices on my right. part I was drunk too so um but but anyways, so I'm not victim shaming, but I'm sorry, I shouldn't have died. That was no, dumb. I'm like I'm like twenty percent victim blaming. Yeah, I'm you like, know, I'm but, a little victim blaming. I but wouldn't, I, I shouldn't be walking around the tenderloin at the, under, under those same circumstances. Sure. So it's I don't think it's. A, but even if I would have had a knife, he had a knife, so that would have been a big problem. If he had a knife and he showed me his knife, and I would have shown him my knife. I would have gotten that would have been that would have been bad. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, he's, he's not a real person. If you stab him, they clean your knife for you and give you a ticket for a whopper. Well, no, and that's the other question: is if you accost someone. Late, like I when I used to carry my skateboard, if I hit him in the face, would I have to immediately go to the cops, or would I just run away, and would I get in trouble, or like if someone attacked me and I defended myself and then I really hurt them, am I am my I guess getting is, in trouble? Unless you're in trouble, unless you actually shoot and kill them, and then you're fine. I think that's the so if I beat him up with the trucks of a skateboard, no big, big trouble deal. prison time. But if you shoot them with that's a gun, battery. then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the opposite of but if I I guess if I carried a gun and I had a I had a license for or whatever and someone attacked me and I shot them that would be okay right sure okay yeah, totally. I have no idea how any no of I don't think that works in California I don't know what I, I don't that know doesn't work in California I, I don't even know I have no idea and if your bus is your home and you're allowed to protect your home if you had a gun and someone got on your bus and you shot them you'd be fine yeah I'm not gonna carry a gun though no I, I don't want to carry a gun either I don't believe I mean I I believe in guns. As I know they exist, but I don't I'm, believe in them. In that I want it's one. It's right. only it, the way it's written. This is like it's only as it's uh, a defense to the to a law being broken. So like if you were like shoot, get away, boom, get away, like you know, and then it was over, and that'd be fine. But like if you shot somebody and then like kept beating them or like kept shooting them, oh. then there would be more issues. Hmm. No, I think all of the news from the last few years has proved that none of this makes any sense. Like, there's no actual, there's no actual like codified thing you can follow. I just, read right. I just, I took the test to get a gun. So. Really? Yeah. You, because uh, you, because you, because you bought the Anza Borrego property and you exactly. wanted to be able to shoot get a shotgun, wild animals. But, um, uh, they said like your profile's weird. We <gasps> got it for 90 days. Because of the mental illness in the past? I, they wouldn't tell me. They wouldn't tell you. Yeah, they said it was your because my, weird. they said my description came up uh, looking similar to somebody else's in a local case or something. Whoa. So yeah, that was freaky. And then, um, I, then I read the, the letter was really vague. Um, and then, uh, so I just took all the paperwork back and was like, I don't want to buy this anymore. Give me my money back. Yeah, no more gun. Because like, if I, I'm not going to, 90 days like I'm not gonna be in the desert so get a like, paintball gun uh, I got a pelican pelican perfect yeah yeah great yeah 
fine. It works just, just. I mean, you just gotta. If, if a coyote's running at you, you want to scare him off. Shoot him with a pellet gun. I didn't see. I saw one lizard. One lizard. Yeah. Mm, one mm. lone lizard. Just one little tiny lizard. That was it. Mm. Uh, so do, you don't believe in an afterlife? When we when we die, we're in the ground. We're all dead. Uh, I mean, I don't think you keep your name and your current likes and dislikes and your, who knows. But I certainly don't think there's a personality that's gonna keep its little ID card. Right. So the, the soul doesn't have an ID card. There is no soul. I, I have no, I have no, I don't think it matters. You don't think about that kind of stuff. I do. And I don't think it matters. Okay. Whether we have a, a soul is just a name that we put on it for whatever energy it is that makes us us. Yeah. I think you, I think most people don't worry about being alive right now. When do we worry about being alive? No, That's they worry about whether or not they're going to be alive when they're dead. And they spend oh. a lot of time doing that. Right. Or working on... Who's the crazy guy who's working on immortality right now? Aubrey Trying to download himself no, into the... the other guy. Aubrey de Grey, who's working on extending... Like, he's going to spend his whole life working for immortality and not have lived. Right. He's just going to die and just be dead. I, well, I'm down with the downloading downloading our memories and experiences. As if no, you won't get to. No, no, but I like the. But you don't have that kind of, of money. No, I don't have any money. No, so no money. we're just going to stratify and become different species. It's going to be very. Uh, wow, that's interesting. Time, time. To, what's the sci-fi? Is H.G. Wells? Anyway, the time machine. Yeah, that, where they've just stratified into different species. Right. And yeah. There's and then the, the underground upper, people. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's all. So I'm against all. It's just so it's bullshit. All of it's bullshit. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just in favor of rich people stopping. Just right. no more rich people. Well, there's a yeah, rich people stopping. I agree too. I, the one percent. I feel like they're trying to turn this into an aristocracy again. Oh no, it is. And, yeah, and all of his lords and ladies just chilling around. Yes. Taking on. They all have the money, and we're just consumers. We're just meaningless. Just yes. Kill the peasants. Make them. Yeah. You know, they need us, but they don't want us you know yeah they're like that's why they keep taking away the naloxone let the heroin addicts die taking away the food stamps let them let them eat shitty food and die great great oh, no, they want you dead no they well they want the problem as ones of us dead they want yeah they just want you alive enough to to be able to buy mcdonald's yes right yeah or burger king or whatever and work things yeah more things things and stuff stuff and things woohoo yeah that 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 all scares me because i don't buy I mean, the only, when did I buy something before? The only (laughs) thing I spend money on is alcohol. Good. And food, pretty much, when it's special. Yeah. Um, I can't, what else do I spend money on? I'm trying to think of the last time I purchased something at a store, what it was. This morning, I bought four legs of chicken for my cat and um, a coconut water for myself. There you go. But that was on. No, I actually paid cash. I didn't use my food stamps because I, it was so little. I'm trying to think. When's the last thing you bought? Uh, I just got stuff from Amazon today. Here. Oh, but like dog toys? What's in there? Dog toys. A chuck it. Oh, those are great. The chuck it is great. See, but that isn't even for you. That's for the. That's for your. That is. No, that is a great I purchase. A, I bought a backup camera so I can park things while I'm going across the country in my bus. A back. Oh, beep beep. So these are these are purchases that aren't. They weren't frivolous. They have a. They're a tool. No, I mean I don't spend money on clothes. Um, most of what I'm wearing, I get from people who, who I've done organization jobs, and they're doing uh, goodwill drop-offs. Sure, These pants are those are that. great. The, uh, that uh, I got a freight tag, which is cool vintage tarp recycle bag, Sweet. free shit like that. So no, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't have any money to spend when I do right. have money. I spend it on like sometimes kitchen stuff. Right, kitchen stuff. Yeah, 
I, uh, I bought a, a hand crank uh, coffee grinder and Ooh. then figured out that uh, I can put my drill to it, which is pretty great. So oh. now I have a, yeah, now I just hook up my. That's cool. Yeah, I've been doing, I've been cooking every night. It's, uh, been I can't remember you, any time in my life that I've ever done that. Yeah. For like months now. What are you cooking? Just at nighttime. No, what? what? Oh, what am I cooking? Um, a lot of veggies, a lot of tacos, yeah. a lot of tacos. Uh, I just get like whatever meat from the store. If I can afford it, I'll get uh, this these giant shrimp and then mm. I'll like uh, saute with butter and um, and then uh, I get ground beef mixed with like black beans and onions, peppers and uh, nice. Yeah, and then just tiny corn tortillas and I just fry them in olive oil. Oh wow! So you put them together and you actually fry them in olive oil, so yeah, they get a little crispy yeah, yeah. on the outside. And very nice. And then you can bend them and stuff. Um, yeah, and then I learned how to make uh, carbonara. Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah, With the really bacon good. and the egg, and that's nice. Yeah, uh-huh, and spaghetti yeah. and the and the uh, pepper. Pepper is very important. I'm gonna make that when I get home. Yeah, I just read the salt, fat, acid, heat book. If you're into cooking at all, I, that's the best. That's the one. Salt, fat, acid, heat. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I'll check it out. Yeah, because those are the four parts of the palate. The yeah, she just teaches you how to be a cook instead of teaching recipes. It's incredible. Awesome. It's like the Italian grandmother you always wanted. Nice. She's awesome. Right, and balancing your flavors and figuring all that out. Yep. That's good. I'm, re- I'm only reading um, cookbooks this week uh, on candy making because I'm just really focusing on uh, the pot fudge and nice. the caramels nice. and other weird... I want to make, I wanna make um, little... Pies like those hand pies that used to cost a quarter and now they cost like a dollar. You know the ones that are, they have the fillings and the flavorings and they're cheap and awful and you buy them at the store. But if I made them from scratch, yeah, right, like with an apple oh, or a cherry the, the, pie, kind of like the wax paper with right. like some shitty logo on it. Right. So it's basically like I would make a handheld cherry pie, but with really good crust and everything. But then I would encase it in the uh, glaze in so that it gets hard and crispy on the outside, so it'll last, you know, for room temperature for a while, just like. Nice. They're the gross ones, but like really good. With like want, it's cherry season or whatever. And I want to be able to make a banana, a banana cream pie from scratch. Oh yeah, that's that's not difficult. I have one of those uh, cream things. I never used it for food. The, the trick, the, the most difficult part of a banana cream pie is usually the crust. So you can cheat it by doing a graham cracker crust or a Zweibach crust, which is just the crackers and um, and butter, and then you press it into your pan, and it just makes it easier okay. than doing the whole like. Because people's the crust is usually where people fail because they over mix it so there's like too much gluten and you don't want gluten you want your fat mm-hmm. to just kind of sit she, in between things. She that book I mentioned she explains all the different uh, how you can get take one fat and flour and make sixteen different things. Oh uh huh. Why donuts are donuts and pie crusts are pie crusts. She right. goes through the whole right or tortillas. Yeah. You can picture what's happening to your food while you're cooking it. It's sure amazing. sure. Well if you add if you add oil to flour and then add a tiny bit of baking soda some salt and hot water mixed around now you made flour tortilla dough yeah let it sit for 15 minutes roll those motherfuckers out stick them on a hot griddle bam yeah and it's like it's weird because it's but but then all this stuff about the flour and gluten and and how that's what ruined humanity was that we started going from like a hunter-gatherer to an agrarian society because we were trying to get these specific grains well, when the last hundred years, I don't know if you watched, there's a new um, gluten recipe thing on Netflix. The, the wheat one, the one of right, the... Right, like, w- yeah, where everything was always fermented before. Everything was sourdough up until a hundred years ago. Everything, every bread product was sourdough. Sure. It was slow rise, and so you got all this fermentation that was good for you. 
Right. And all these old grains, and then we took everything out, and then we started adding it back in, and that's not, you can't Right, riboflavin and A. Nonsense. And B, the, yeah. All nonsense. The, well, and it's um, enriched white bread. I just read a, I just read a really weird nonfiction book about the history of the white loaf, and how the most amazing thing is what we did to Mexico. Um, in the late 60s, early 70s, bimbo bread kind of took over, and we took a culture that was eating all corn tortillas. We turned it from a tortilla culture and we made them into a white bread culture. And now Bimbo has even bought out a bunch of American companies and they're the biggest manufacturer of white bread in the world. Yeah. And they're a Mexican company. Crazy. Yeah. But and it's just funny that they changed that they were somehow able that white bread they had attached an advertising slogan to it and like this idea behind it that that real nations eat white bread because of its ease and you know and then you add things back into it that's not no it's not that's but it's, it's yeah. quick it's quick yeah and cheap and cheap somehow but somehow we and made subsidized. it cheap and subsidized it's we, well it's, it's, cheap, because it's subsidized. cheap because you don't have to wait for anything to rise and keep things right. clean and the right temperature you just throw in your little mix right or you just go to the store and you buy that crappy thing and you put it in the toaster and no i mean them to oh. manufacture the oh thing. them to manufacture it yeah 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 right it's crazy what what we eat like what we put yeah. into our bodies and yeah. we expect to be you know I don't know what we expect our bodies to do but that we've somehow clouded the American people and been like like that people don't know that chicken nuggets are bad for you, you like like everybody pretends that like frozen food is fine really? Like, well they do know it they know it's bad do they? yeah but I, it's cheap it's it's available it's, it's for dinner it's just crazy to me I mean I make I can make my own chicken nuggets and they're actually they're really they're really good no I mean it's not so bad if you do it yourself just because of the time involved right for some people it's just too well you're not gonna you're not gonna eat chicken McNuggets five nights a week because it's a right. crazy labor intensive if you were to make all the junk food you ate you'd be fine like if you just cooked fresh stuff but that's the other thing is vegetables are hard to keep in transport and all this shit so it's just it's all just money it's all, everything is money everything is money ah uh. So money is the new religion. Is that what people believe in now? They just believe that they don't believe. They don't think money. about it. They've been talked out of thinking about. You know, no, I'm not gonna. It's fine. It's all fine. But you're <laughs> you're you're a critical thinker, and you're looking at what's happening and saying, do you have any like? Uh, would you have any notions of how to fix it? it oh, it's, if you want to understand what's wrong with everything, there's a guy. I can tell you the guy who figured it all out. His name is John Ralston Saul, and he wrote a book called Voltaire's Bastards, and that's the one. Voltaire's Bastards. It's like 800 pages of just glory, of just, oh, this is what's wrong with fucking everything. Wow. He figured the whole thing out. So my recommendation, if you want to figure it out, don't run it at the library, because there's no way you're getting through that thing in three weeks. <laughs> I just did a Howard Zinn's History of the United States. Yeah. I feel like there's more to it, though. Yeah, well, this is like the philosophy, and he gives history lessons all throughout, but it's really an overview of what, where we went wrong. That's what I'm trying, I'm trying to figure where out, like, what it was wrong. like, like, you know, when I was a kid, I'm like, was the Reagan era really good? Like, no, yeah. well, maybe, for white people. This, maybe, I don't know, I, I, I don't remember. No, uh, the Reagan era was the start of the prison industrial complex. Right, yeah, the reason why we have so many homeless in California. Uh, the Reagan era was also where we totally, like, lost touch with reality. Um, I think he, I think that's in this book where he describes Reagan uh, saluting the troops, which everyone in America loved and went gaga over, but a salute is to say, I've understood your order, I'm going to go do it. And so it's wildly inappropriate 
for a president to salute his military. Wow. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it's cartoonish and insane. Wow. Uh, but it's very sentimental, and people get caught up in this shit. Wow. He makes point by point like that over and over throughout these 800 pages. It's amazing. Wow. Well, I so, mean, you know about the whole impeach, how we should have already impeached 45. He's already had high yeah, but crimes here's the and thing. misdemeanors If you impeach us. him, next is Pence, Pence then it's Ryan, and after that it's Orrin Hatch. So yeah, there's no... It's, it's bad. Even all the way down, Betsy DeVos is in there. She's like number 13 or something, which is crazy yeah, to me. So there's no, there's no... We're just going to have to get through the next two years and then lame duck him. And then wait until the next. There's no. You, but he's just, already doing crazy pants things. Oh, he has been since the since the day since he started his campaign. He's been insane, and we're just watching it. Yeah, it's the. I mean, the cuts and what he's doing to just the the more poor taxes. The enormous poor taxes that he's levying are very very scary, and I'm like, do we need more poor taxes? Seriously. <laughs> Can't that's we all. just tax the rich? Why can't we tax the rich? No, because he's Why can't the rich. We, well, that's because, all I could think about Stephen when he got King a, says Stephen King had wrote an article. He's like, tax us, tax the rich people. He's like, please, I wish you tax me. Oh, more. a lot of them say that. Yeah. He's like, please, 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 would you tax me more? He does a lot right. of things for people because, and then he gets tax deductions. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to do things for right. people. Like, come on, right. tax me. Right. Because he's because he has a soul and is a good person. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I interrupted you. No, I I was trying to say something, but it's gone. Oh, okay, I don't remember. Sorry. But I was interrupting you. You're fine. No, 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 no. We're just. just oh, I was just saying around. when when he first got elected, all I could think was like even the people who voted for him aren't going to do well. No. Like if someone won, it would have been okay with me. But no one's winning. No one's, no winning. one's winning. I've seen a couple Trump uh, supporters shift. Shift weird. over. It's yeah. Just like slowly grow to hate him. Good. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Well, the the what he's third. I do I did I do a joke now. The tagline on it is third Wi-Fi's down after my Melania joke, um, and I wish that she would come out. She so she picked anti-bullying as her campaign or whatever, and I wish she'd come out and be the best feminist ever and leave that fucking ugly piece of trash. Or she just moved into the house. She did. She just moved into the house. But the best thing that she could do for feminism would just stand up. She doesn't to give say, a shit. No, she doesn't give a shit. But in my dream world, yeah. where the first lady was like Michelle Obama, who would never stand for that shit, she would stand up and say. I am divorcing you. I have an anti-bully campaign. I am divorcing you because you're an enormous bully. You've bullied the government. You've bullied me. Third wife, eyes down. People can listen to me. I, she should divorce him and just get out of there. Yeah. Her and her son. Because he's going to ruin He's going to ruin the other the kid too. It's just, it's awful. But she could stand up and be a voice for feminism by I saying, this is for, wrong. For Baron... The Aaron, child, whatever. He has no. too much money. And all no, that whole no, not just that he has money. He has the internet. Like, he can figure right. out what's wrong with his dad. And sure. Anytime he feels anytime. like it. Yeah. But we can blind ourselves to whatever. Like, sure. You know. Uh, you don't have a TV on the bus. What do you do? What do you do when you're off time? I have a smartphone. I have Metro, which is like unlimited. I watch all the trash. Like you watch anybody. all the trash? Yeah. Good. Like Duck Dynasty? It's important. Not that kind of trash. Not that trash. What kind of trash? Last night I restarted the the OA. The OA. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't which know I what loved. the OA is. Oh, you got to watch the OA. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. Okay. The OA. Yeah. Yep. I'm watching so, Orange is the New Black with Jonathan. The new one? Yeah, the season five. We There's like. too much entertainment. It's a chore at this point. It is. American it's a chore. Gods is fucking amazing. Well, people keep saying that too, what, but I never read the Showtime? book. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read the no, book. No, Stars. So I stars. I need to read the book before I watch the whatever. I listened to the book on tape. It was great. Oh. It was so you listen to books on tape. Occasionally. Occasionally. Yeah. What do you, like, you do comedy. What's your, like... You're, are you happy with your life structure? Are you? No, 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 no. You're not I'm happy. just waiting to leave. But are okay. 
You're waiting to leave because you're not happy here, but no. you're happy with yourself and the choices you've made. Uh, mostly. Mostly. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But here in California, it's fucking with you and you got to get out. Uh, just being trapped in this city and, and be, I mean, the plan was never to be in one place in a school bus. That's not the right. idea. Right. I've just been homeless for two years. It was supposed to be like, oh, I'm on the road, but it's. It's just become. It's a, just homeless. It's just strictly homeless. It's not homeless. You have your. Oh, I have a bed. It's very cushy. It's really cushy homeless. But the point is to be on the road telling jokes to people I don't know. Right. Which is all I want in the world. Right. No offense to go. any of the San Francisco people. But like, why Why would I want to tell my jokes to open mic comedians who I know? Right, That's, exactly. No, I agree Who the that. fuck wants to do that? No, nobody. Uh, I know I'd love to travel too, but you just, once you get so... So you don't like, like a scheduled life. You're saying like you want it to be... I just want Every my autonomy. autonomy. I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, it's not about like being different, being in a different place every day. I just don't. I am not good at being beholden to other people because I don't trust them. They're not good. Sure. They fuck up. They leave me waiting around for them to do the right thing, which never happens. And I end up hating people. So it's right, way better right, for right, me right. and them if I just stay mobile. Sure. Uh, what's the, what recently, what's the most disappointing oh, no. thing another human being did to you? No. No, you won't tell us? No. I'm going to tell you about the disappointment can't. in the human race. No, no, can't. Okay. All right. Too personal. It's just, um, like, it's normal. Like, you got to go, like, everyone, it's all the same shit. It's all the same boring drama. It's like listening to people talk about their family drama or something. You know what I mean? It's all I the don't same. know. I, I would say that the, la- the last time I hated a person was yesterday. The guy was staring at me on the bus, and I had to tell him that he was, oh, dude, that bro, kind you're of creeping thing? me out. I don't know. A couple of weeks ago before a show, I was in a Walgreens, and a guy came up and whispered something into my ew, neck. Ew, ew. And then a walked what? out walked out with four of his friends. Whispered Didn't stick around. Walked by you in a Walgreens, whispered something into your neck, and went away. Oh gross. What, yeah. what did he say? I just some something, something garbage pickup line. Yeah. Oh man. It's all just a power play. And you're supposed to like that. Oh no. He, no. he if he had expected me to like it, he would have stuck around and waited for me to say something to him. Right. It's like yelling at a woman from a car and breezing by he doesn't give a shit. Right. Well, it's not. It's just a power move. It's just a power move. Ew. Okay, yes. That's disappointing. So that kind of garbage. But those people are everywhere. I mean, you got to get used to them. Because sure. they're not going anywhere. I. How do we... I know, you, you're saying just remove yourself from people. That's the way you get along. Well, you just, just, like, just how do we find new along? ones. Just throw out the old ones, find new ones. Yeah. New city. Well, and Portland will be weird because it's so white i mean you just you'll fit right in yeah yeah just put a bird on it my dad's in olympia oh i, I think love is, olympia I, yeah somewhere. olympia washington's like the best yeah they um they're they have a school up there called evergreen right that's where tom went to college oh and uh, so did, did you yeah know? i didn't yeah. know that and my friend uh suggest went there too but they have a thing on campus it's a no scent campus so you can't wear any scents huh. you can't wear like patchouli or secret or perfume yeah for very, some reason they're like it's very medical right no sense you can smell like bo but you can't sure. smell like <laughs> baby right. powder right yeah weird but i love olympia they have really really inexpensive good beer that's good really cool oh bar that's scene. right growlers i forgot all about growlers Woo! yeah fill them up at your local bar. i love this this is a state where you're not allowed to pump your own gas because it's dangerous right but you can go and test taste test beers at a gas station oh. and buy a pitcher to go wow 
fantastic fantastic state yeah uh the um, beer is fine in washington but they have a sin tax it's called actually called an sin tax on hard alcohol yeah and on their uh medic on the marijuana that's on the legal marijuana. Yeah. If you have your medicinal card, it's cheaper when you go in the back. But in the front of their legal marijuana stuff, if you're just 21 and over, you can buy weed. They put a 25% sin tax on it. Sure. So vodka in uh, Washington, expensive. Beer in Washington, no problem. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, great place. Local industry. Yeah, love Olympia. Uh, good comedy in Olympia too. Really great stuff. Yeah. A couple couple different rooms. Really funny people. I've had a really good time up there. So yeah. yay, Olympia. What's your what's your ETA on um, flying the coop? You're gonna be out for all of July? Uh yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Gotcha. No plans, just in no, the No, I have to get out at the end of the month. Oh but uh, I'll get my transmission done at the end of the month and then run up there and fix things. Sure. But it, I mean, you can still drive it around. I see you driving it around. There's nothing like, no, what's I'm, wrong? No, I just can't go above 25. Oh, that makes traveling difficult. Yes. Right. Unless you're like completely back roads. Yeah. Yeah. Makes no sense. Uh, so it's just funny. Is your, is your, did your parents name you Journey? Yeah. They did. Yeah. Did, did you know? Did you have this dream as a child that you would be in a bus and drive around and do comedy? Because uh, it's just so ironic that your name is Journey and that you I didn't wanna... pick comedy until I was in my mid twenties. Oh, okay. Uh, I did have an idea of traveling around when I was a kid, but it had you know. What were your childhood dreams of job stuff? Were you uh, you see, didn't want to be a comedian, so what did you want to do? No, I think I wanted to be a lawyer for a while. Oh. And I want, you know, a veterinarian. Sure. There's a long ass list. That film director, mm. then actress. Get to grips with Coppola. Sure. I love that line in your joke. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I have to get to grips with Coppola. No. <laughs> Life is hard. So you had a big long list. Yeah. And then comedy just, it, how did it come to you? Well, comedy, I always was in love with comedy, but I just thought there were funny people and the rest of us. Like, I didn't know it was a muscle. Oh, right. I, I, then I figured out how many uh, like barely funny people are making a living doing comedy. I was wow, like, this is bullshit. Yeah, it's like how are they doing it? Yeah, and they already have agents and and no and no they're not like household names. No one knows who the hell they are. They're you know off on the road. Sure. I was like I can do that. Absolutely. When I heard Louis C.K. say that uh, you just get good at failing, I was like, I can definitely do that. I can definitely fail. Yeah. I I would love to go around and go to lots of different stages. It's just. You know, when you have a cat and a boyfriend sure. and a rent and a yeah. radio station, it's yeah. like, when do you, when do you go and how, like, I, I mean, I'd love to get an agent and just constantly be traveling, but right. I'd actually have to make money to have someone take care of my cat or not have a cat. I don't know how to make, uh, yeah. how to make life work. Yeah. I don't know what the answers are, but no. you're going to take off. Well, at least when you're in Washington, there's so many, and you can use your dad's car and it's a really, really great comedy scene up there. So yeah, uh, that's a plan. Hit me up before. Well, you met a lot of the guys cause you were in the festival. Yeah. A little, yeah. A little, I just want to go to open mics. I don't even care about getting booked on shows. I yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. Just, just different audiences. Yeah. yeah. New faces. That's all. Sure. I agree. I mean, I, I do love, are, is anybody doing, are you guys all eagling and brainwashing tonight or no, doing any? Timothy Pizza has given up on comedy. He's no, now strictly... He uh, writes for Funny or Die. He's yeah, a comedy yeah, writer. Yeah, yeah, right now. So, And I'm going to do Hell Hat. I'll always do Hell Hat. 
Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, maybe when things, or if things ever, if I can go to a comedy, if I can go to a mic and like not hear the word Trump. Oh, wow. Then I'll go. I'll come back. So giving up on comedy is what I'm yeah. So yeah, giving up on yeah, comedy. When, when, if anybody ever goes to a mic and like after the show, if you guys are listening and like after the show, if like you like hear it, like, like if you like think to and you can remember, like they didn't say Trump once, like shoot me an email. I'll get back into it. You're, wow. Yeah. It won't take much. That's, I mean, that's really all that's got to happen. I'm tired of hearing about it. Uh, it's just so topical. I mean, I... It's also, you know, the place is burning down. The, yeah, the place is, the house is, the I house, know, the house, like the house is on fire. I'm trying to relax and have fun. That's like not going to make me have fun. Right. It's a good point. Yeah, it's just going to make me upset and stressed out. What's That's your favorite thing to do for fun, Journey Roberts? What, what's that? What's your favorite thing to do for fun? I don't, I don't know how to do that. What? Come on. What do you, okay, so... Is that is comedy is 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 it stage time? Is that the most yeah. fun thing that you do? Oh yeah. So stage time is the most fun thing. Yes. Okay. Picnic. I mean, like, do you good, like picnics? Do you like? Do I like picnic? No, I like. No. I like cooking sometimes, Cooking's. but that's not really fun. Like that's satisfying. It's an endeavor. It's an, right. I think cooking's fun. I do it to relax. I think it's a fun thing. Yeah, it's kind of. Med- meditative in its own way mm-hmm. if well it's rewarding because you make something and then you get to consume it right yeah. so it's nice yeah I'm big on that and when other people enjoy the food you made that's really nice yeah yeah that is fun I just gotta just put a TV in the kitchen it's, uh, it's like I guess all the best worlds of everything right. so that yeah. you can masturbate to Paula Deen and butter and stuff like yeah, that yeah. yeah like if they had like a naked cooking show I would never need to leave my kitchen <laughs> there you go yeah I'm I'm in Actually, I don't really like to see dicks flapping around. I don't think it's the cutest. Not next to your food. No. Yeah. Well, and I've I've uh, cooked bacon naked, and that is not that's not a good it's idea. Not good, no, you no. need an apron at least. Right. I've got I've gotten little burn splatters on my tummy tums. That's not good. Yeah. For nude nude uh, bacon. I use the uh, top of a pan like a shield. Sure. That's yeah. smart. The other way to do bacon that's foolproof is in the oven. I blow my mind. Yeah, because you put it on a rack. You put it on a rack. On a, on a sheet so that the fat drips down and if you really want to be fancy you can thinly slice potatoes and um, like you know maybe take a piece of bacon and smoosh it on there first and then you put your tomatoes and then you put the rack on top and then you put your bacon and then your, your bacon cooks it flavors the potatoes and then at the end you can salt depending on how they are depending on how salty your bacon yeah, is yeah roasted some potatoes with uh, bacon and then wrapped them all up in foil and then brought them out camping oh that's nice yeah yeah it's great yeah I mean I'm so do you, you do, do you like camping What I'm trying to figure out sure, what you like sure okay. good you like camping yeah you like boys I do like boys yeah dukes so that's a fun that's something you do for fun boys yeah? are fun boys? yes I do boys for fun yeah sure uh, who's your? Do, do you like the Warriors wearing Warrior blue today? Your I, pants. I w- I follow no sporting you events. Did not you did not care about the Warriors? Okay, <laughs> I don't care about checking. sports. I don't care about just sports like, aren't fun. No no no, that's good. Balls, not. Do you, I never see you at like bars either. I only see you at comedy events pretty much. I occasionally go to bars. I'm like I'm not good at people. I'm not social. I don't. Just yeah. I've gone drinking with you. You're fun drunk. Thank you. Yeah. I do go occasionally. I just find myself like sitting around going, 
Like, what are we talking about? Like, I, I can't, I'm not chill. Like, I don't, no, I don't hang. I end up being awkward and just making people uncomfortable. That's Because I want, I want something to happen. I want to at least be discussing something. And I'm always trying to, like, force something through. I remember one of my favorite moments, and it was actually retold on someone else's podcast the other day. And it was the day that that guy was harassing you and you took his food and Flipped oh, it over on his head at brainwash, and not then on his head. I'm loving on his it. it's table. Getting embellished. Yeah. It's getting embellished. I, just, <laughs> I thought it was. They said it was on your head. It was there during was this guy who uh, was just uh, he was heckling everybody and he was trying to be uh, superior about it. He was trying to call people racist and all this stuff. I think it, it started with anyway. Um, someone they took up a collection. They said that if I could walk him, that I'd get all these. Bucks you, so that they we're outside. We're outside, and he's being a dick. And that's what happened. They say we all say outside. We'll give you a dollar if you make him if you make him leave. And so then the picture got passed around. And there was like eleven dollars in there or something, right? <laughs> it was some weird amount, like eleven dollars yeah, yeah. or thirteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. And and she's like, okay. She goes in to do her set and. Uh, and I'm just I'm just insulting this guy as much as I can and trying to be to get him to go because he's super uh, sensitive but an asshole. He's one of those sensitive assholes, like the worst of all worlds. Uh, and then he starts an altercation with someone I can't remember. I ended up just coming up and, and yelling at him and flipping his plate over. I mean, I don't even remember what was said. Then Jonathan started yelling at him in Spanish. Right. And then he went outside. Oh, that's right, because he insulted me. He starts calling me. Oh, I, I kept going after him because... Uh, he was trying to be misogynistic. I think he called me a dyke, but then he was getting offended and saying that people were being racist against him. So I was like, one of those is okay, the other one isn't. He was just being a dick. And he ended up coming out and apologizing to me afterwards. I don't think I walked him. I tried to give all the money back, but no one would take it. But he came out to me afterwards, and he was like, I'm sorry, I'm bipolar. I was like, I know lots of bipolar people, dude. That's not a symptom. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're asshole is yeah, not, that's, not a, that's funny. It was a fun night. Well, so they were retelling that story. I think it was on the edge of insanity, and they were talking about, and I was, I did not join in, but I thought, that was Journey. I remember that day. <laughs> <laughs> that, that you were that. But they said they you flipped the food. It was like chicken wings or something on the top of his head. No. So the story is... I just flipped it over on his table. I think I might have knocked a, his beer over, or he did. I don't know. You're turning into a legend. You're like super <laughs> And you didn't get 86, which is great. Like, they 86 dudes for shit like that, but for, for the ladies, Juju's cool on it. She's like, yeah, whatever. Juju's great. Yeah, good times. So are you going to... Are you, You're not going to comedy tonight? No. No. I haven't been. You haven't been doing it? No. Sorry about last Friday. I don't know what happened. We were late... And then the dog, and then the, I was pretty drunk because of the Warriors game, yeah. and then we just kept going until 11. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I turned around, I and you weren't there, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just, it was a weird night, and like, I think what really set me off was I started to come in, and then that guy was like talking about my dog, apparently, but then he was all like abashed about it. Like, if he just owned it and said, hey, I said this shit about your dog, everything would have been cool, but he right. got like super embarrassed. He was like, oh, I guess he heard me say something about him. Everyone was super weird. I had a dog there. It was an hour late. You were blotto i was like you know what i cannot improve this situation it's not going to make me happy it was because the warriors lost and uh, yeah. i watched that whole game and we drank i mean we were drinking so yeah. i mean i probably had like i i probably only had three beers yeah but me three beers on me with no dinner not three good. ipas in my system with no dinner is and like is those drunk, guys Pam. those guys were not even remotely chatty like they didn't want to they're from Sacramento yeah they right. didn't even they were in their own little clique sure. and I was like I knew like one I was not going to enjoy performing no one was going to enjoy me I was like I'm not like I can't I'm not going to stand around for another hour to yeah no I I'm sorry that I didn't, yeah, I didn't. it was a weird night the, it's been things have been weird here just because of the Warriors but I think that now that they won everything will go back to normal that's good we'll get everything kind of 
squared away. So no comedy tonight. No. No no fun times. Tonight, no. No, just, just chill with the just, dog. Yeah, dog time. Nice. Do you go to parks and stuff with the dog? Yeah, I just found one that's a couple blocks from the Children's Hospital down there on Third Street. That's a dog park. Huh. Cool. Uh, where I can let him run around, and he comes back like a gentleman. So that's nice. Very of him. nice. Yeah. The, the one of the best What's ones. That like? I know. Right? <laughs> What's that like? One of the very best dog parks is. Um, up at the top, before you go down to the hill for Excelsior, it's on it's St. Mary's Park. Yeah. And they have this huge area for dogs to run around. Okay. It's like, it's it's really, Where it's it? on the side of a hill. So basically you get to the, the 14 or the 49, goes up to this hill. Before you come down like and go across that bridge that goes in the Excelsior. Okay. So when you're at the top of that hill. like St. Mary's. St. Mary's Park. And okay. you, you walk down the street and you'll see, and it's like it's like jig and jog. You get off the 14 or the 49 and you see St. Mary's and you kind of go jig and jog. And then it's the entire side of this one hill. It's okay. awesome. All right. So go there. Okay. I mean, but you can't take your dog on the bus, can you? I think you can, like, in during hours, if you put a muzzle on them and there's not another dog, there's like all the, I did but look But your dog's into a it, gentleman, right? He's a gentleman. And if that, I see dogs on the bus Actually, all the time, no he's muzzles. not really because he's six months old and so oh. he doesn't, he's not quite like... He still gnaws on people and wants to knock them over, and That's so. Funny. But he tries. Well, the way to do it is to make them look like a special dog, and you can go to Old Navy, yeah, and they have dog backpacks. Did you see someone just attack someone on a plane? Someone's fake service dog attacked someone on a plane. That's hilarious. I had a, I had a dog backpack from Old Navy. I used to put my dog Wedge in, and I'd take him to the mall. And back when I was, you know, a capitalist pig, and I'd be trying on clothes at the limited or whatever. And I'd bring the dog, I'd bring Wedge in with me into the changing room. They had no problem. No one ever stopped me. I would walk in to see's candy, Macy's, all of it, with the dog. And yeah. it was just, a, it was just an Old Navy backpack. It was yeah. blue. It said Old Navy on it. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone thought he was a service dog. Yeah. No one knows how to read. Uh, any any parting words of, of joy or wisdom for our listening audience? No. No wisdom. Nope. No special quotes you no. live by. Read nothing. Voltaire's Bastards. That's Read Voltaire's name. Bastards. And salt, fat, acid, heat. That's it. That's there all you I go. Got. That's that's the news. There it is. Uh, thanks, Journey. Sure. We've learned a lot. Thanks, Journey. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Thank you, Pam. Coming up next on Some Call Me Tim, like right now, Tim's gonna. Do you want to take a break or do you want to beepity boop right up? I'll take a. I'll take five. It's gonna take a five minute break. Yeah. We're gonna be back with the beepity boops. Do you want to? Do you want to put anything on, or do you want to play the breaker again? Yeah, just play the breaker runs, and then uh, I'll I'll come back. Let me smoke half a cigarette. Oh yeah. All right, everybody. On some call me Tim. We're gonna we're gonna breaker it up, and then we're gonna be right back with pervert fervor. Thanks again to Journey Roberts. And I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America for too long. We have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, Disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. 
It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> this is Tusser Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you gonna work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side and best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Sunday, June 11th at Cobb's Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $16 for the All-State Heavyweight Comedy Showdown! Hosted by Terry Dorsey. Well, that show already happened on Sunday, so never mind that. Uh, <laughs> there's the there's the this. Hey, we are, the connector guy needs to, this is the connector that goes into the board, so that's how that works, I'm not sure how, anything else, but you guys are still listening to Some Call Me Tim, uh, we had lovely and wonderful Journey Roberts on today, on the program, Tim's actually here, which is super exciting, that we are going to hear Pervert Fervor live this week, 
super excited about him being back from his strange Anzo Borrego uh, desert wonderment tour 2017 soon to be making a house out of a shipping container or some other cool substances uh, in the desert been in the desert with a horse with no name why wouldn't you name your horse you idiot <laughs> you got it yeah you got all the time you might as well be friends with the horse uh, are we uh, are you a go there it is there it is all right perfect fervor
United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> this is Tusha Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you gonna work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side and best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download.
Monday, June 11th at Cobb's Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $16 for the All-State Heavyweight Comedy Showdown! Hosted by Terry Dorsey, featuring some of the best comedians all over California from San Francisco, Pam Benjamin from Saratoga, Joey Avery, and all the way out of San Diego, Mike DeVore. Other comedians as well for only $16 at Cobb's Comedy Club, 915 Columbus Avenue. Go get your tickets for June 11th now. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics, it's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere fun every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey.
Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke 